I cut my way out podcast. Tune us in. We on the grind like. I put the clippers in my hand. I got a whole different plan. I gotta see how this play out. Hoping that it pay out. Trying to cut my way out. Yeah. I put the clippers in my hand. I got a whole different plan. I used to dream as a kid on the porch of the crib and make it big and one day endorse where I live. And welcome back to another episode of the I Cut My Way Out podcast. I am at Kenneth Jenks one on Instagram, at Ken Jenks on Facebook, at Kenneth Jenks on Twitter, our podcast page is on Twitter at I Cut My Way Out. And I am joined by my gracious, esteemed barber friend, brother. Not only am I his, I mean, I'm his client. So (laughs) the brains behind the show, all the superlatives that I spew out every week, go ahead and give us your name and Addie's. All right. All right. I appreciate it. I'm Ashra Knox. Um, that's Ashra Knox on Facebook. Um, A underscore Knox, the bar before on Instagram. Also beard, beard underscore culture underscore four on Instagram as well. And then we have our joint Instagram page at I cut my way out underscore pod. So you can get at me any of those ways. And uh, before we before we continue, yes, we are everywhere where you can listen to podcasts, most notably you, YouTube, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, TuneIn, iHeart, and more. Just put us in your preferred search engine under I Cut My Way Out Podcast, and we've been rocking for a few months now, so we should be right at the top when you put us in the search engine. So, and I would like to also thank the YouTube subscribers and the YouTube viewers, our podcast as a whole, our podcast page has reached 3000 views. So, you know, we we taking them one step at a time. We had a goal to get a a hundred subscribers so we could change our URL. We got that thanks to you all. And now the view count just keeps going up. So, you know, we rocking with you. We on our way to the top. We having fun doing this. So, you know, thank you to the viewers. And, and also thank you to the, the, the guests that have this, you know, made the, the decision to really rock with us, some strangers to us, and we just appreciate you. So just wanted to give that special shout out and uh, accomplishment that we met. Um, but uh, how you been? I mean, it's been a few days. Absolutely, man. I'm, I'm good. I'm good, man. We, we're taking... Um, those baby steps got to crawl before you walk. Um, we have a, a, a very positive platform. Um, we've had some some wonderful um, guests, some very talented guests. Um, the dialogue, the content has been great, and um, I, I believe in my heart of hearts, man, that we'll continue to catch on because I do believe that we um, have something special here, man. So, outside of that, man, my week has been good. Um, on on the grind, man, and um, just doing what I do. We in Yourself? Illinois, yeah. Oh, uh, we in Illinois, and so yeah. 
you know, it's, it's, it's starting to, you know, get bright for us. We, we had a nice little snow dump in the last couple of weeks, but sun is shining, been some beautiful days. Temps are slowly going up. So yeah, man, we, we're doing pretty good my way as well. So uh, without further ado, uh, we do have a special guest. We'd like to thank this brother for rocking with us. So I know you got the fire intro, so go ahead and take it away. <laughs> all right. Um, <laughs> today, um, you all, all of our listeners, all of our viewers, we have another very special guest, um, like we continue to have. Um, his brother is from Hampton, Virginia. Um, and as I search up and down his Instagram page, he is another barber that is blessed with his hands. Um, the brother gets down. Um, he's well versed and well skilled. Um, actually, as I look on his Instagram page over the last few weeks, um, I'm interested and excited to learn more about him because he, he just is straight to the point on Instagram, doesn't give you too much, um, which is kind of wonderful for us because we get to dig in. Um, but without further ado, we bring to you um, Derek from Hampton, um, Virginia, um, better known as at Stylist. How you doing, my good brother? I'm great. I'm great. How y'all doing? Appreciate you having me. Man, we, man we're doing well, man, and, and we're excited and, and privileged um, for you to accept it and be on with us, man. We, we greatly appreciate it, bro. Yeah, no doubt. Thank you for the opportunity. And before we get yeah, started, yeah. your, uh, your suite looks amazing. I mean, appreciate I, it. You know, I, I complimented you off wax, so I got to compliment you on wax. I mean, just kind of just point that phone camera around and let us yeah, see. Yeah. It, <laughs> yeah. yeah so give, a, give, give, give us that virtual. <laughs> yeah. I cut on a stage. So I have okay. like a two tier stage, if you can see it. Okay. That's what's up. A two tier stage. And that was kind of my little thing that I went with, to, like a king theme. So you cut it okay. on a pedestal, you know? And I have, a, right. I have an excellent no view outside. Mm, that's dope. See. I will That's not turn bad. my barber pole on because people are gonna ask me yeah. in my cutting. So. <laughs> but I have my logos everywhere. Right. <laughs> right. Right. I and, and okay. I noticed the logos That's, and, and things. Yes. So that's why it was important for me to let you, you know, get that off before we really get into the, the dialogue. So absolutely. You know, I'm I'm definitely That's what's up. impressed with your with your digs. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, sir. Thank you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Looks intimate and comfortable, man. Um, That's what I was so going man, we, for. We're going we gonna to jump into it. Yes, sir. We're going to jump right. in, in, and get into this thing, man. Um, All right. So, so not only for us, but the viewers, can you tell us a little bit about um, yourself, where you're from, um, and just your, your background overall? Okay. Okay. I am the stylist king, like you said. Um, I'm from North Carolina, actually, a small town called okay. Rocky Mountain. Right, it's probably forty-five it. minutes okay. away from Raleigh. You familiar? Okay, I mean, small yeah. town. Um, it's like two hours away from where I'm at now. But okay, um, I always used to come up here to Hampton and Virginia Beach. I have family here, so I always came here. Um, I've been here since '98, and because I'm proud military, okay. actually, okay. I'm proud military, so I was Navy. Okay, and once I got out in 2001, okay. I just decided to stay. Okay. That's what's up. That's what's up. So you were stationed there? Yes. Okay. That's what's up. That's what's so before up. Before we continue, uh, we're big sports guys. 
right. And two, and two of the most famous <laughs> athletes of our era are from that er- area. Allen Iverson. Allen Iverson and Michael and Vick is from Michael Newport. Yes, sir. So yeah, I cut Allen every now and again when he comes home. Every now and again. Oh, not, okay. not too much. A really? Bit, yeah. mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. That's oh, yeah. what's up. Yes, that's sir. what's up. That is it, so crazy, man, because that's my all-time favorite pound really? for pound. And he and I graduated the same year. And I was I was a hooper wow. too, but man, I, I've been um extremely fond of him, man. Followed him. Um matter of fact, my, my co-host, my, my brother, you yeah. put me on to him oh, yeah. um, years ago when, when we were in high school. Yeah, yeah, okay. that's what's up. Okay. Yeah, yeah, good dude, man. Good dude. Yeah, yeah. So um so what was it about the area that, that was it you being from a small town and just wanted something um, bigger? What was it that, that made you decide to stay there after finishing up in the Navy? Um, that did definitely have something to do with it, being from a small area okay. and um, coming here, a very populated area. Um, this is a big uh, military area, of course, the largest naval base, and then they have Langley Air Force Base here. They have uh, okay. Army Fort Houston's base. And then it's a lot of colleges here, too. So very diverse area, very busy. Um, and then, I, I mean, I, I met my ex-wife, too, here. So I decided okay. to stay. You know what I mean? Okay. 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 That's what's up. So um, as a barber, we all know that this is a platform. Um, when was your, you know, you, you said you were in the Navy. Um, mm-hmm. So, so. Okay, you definitely don't have had a journey. What oh, was yeah. your, your first experience cutting hair? First experience cutting hair, I had a cousin that's about five years older than me and he was cutting hair okay. at home. And then they built the shop onto the house or whatever. And um, I think I was about 14 when I started filling around. I was like, let me see if I can cut hair, you know? And my cousin okay. was like, all right, he gave me a pair of clippers, no tremors, just a pair of walls. He was like, I want you to do a ball fade on your head. Once you're able to do a ball fade, then I'll let you cut somebody in the shop. And I was okay. like, you know what? And I was doing it, messing up probably about 100 times before I got it right <laughs> to the specifications. So when right. I showed him, he was like, okay, I'm going to let you cut somebody's hair. So I cut my other cousin's hair. And okay. I really loved it ever since, to be honest with you. Okay. Well, as okay. a non-barber. Okay. So did, go ahead. As a non-barber. When I hear that your mentor made you cut your own hair, isn't that like the hardest thing to do? It is. It is the hardest Why thing to do. Why did he torture you like that? <laughs> That's what he told me. He said, you've been here watching me and you kind of got the concept of fading because he was teaching me and I got the concept, but he would not let me touch no one's head in the shop. Like he right. wouldn't let me cut anything, in which I, I never really cut in his shop. I did start cutting at home and uh, in the backyard okay. you know, on the porch or whatever, like at 15, basically. Okay. So you can say my first head was at 15. My okay. Go ahead. Yeah. No, no, you all good. So, yeah. so in the Navy, did you do any cutting? No. So no. nope, none at all. I just did a little bit like, you know, off the boat or whatever. Um, I was actually okay. a cook in the Navy. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I was a cook and I, I enjoyed it. Because, uh, like, I played basketball in high school, and I was recruited by a few colleges or whatever, but being my my mom's financial situation, I decided to just go straight into the military and think that would be better. Um, Okay. Didn't cut at all. 
got out in 01. Um, I've worked okay. quite a few jobs since then. Okay. Um, I'll just give you a little rundown. So I worked on a cruise okay, ship once do. I got out. Once okay. I got out, I worked on a cruise ship for about a, two years almost. And then I left there and went to a uh, distribution center. And then I went to okay. Pepsi. Once I went to Pepsi, okay. I decided to go to barber school. It was going to be okay. free for me. Military was paying for it because um, I mm. wanted to get my license and see how I would like it working in the shop. And once I went okay. in 2007, that was it. I've been doing it ever since wow. professionally. Wow. Okay. Okay. And and what was it during that that time in barber school? What was it that made you say, "Look, I, I know this is. I've, I've tried this. I've tried that. I know this is what I'm going to be doing. This is what I want to do." Um, I think because I was naturally good at it, being that I started, you know, super early, um, okay. I did go to cosmetology school. So I learned okay. how to do uh, the cause side of it, which I was pretty good at that, too, because okay. I did ladies there for a little okay. bit. Um, I okay. think the freedom, okay. the freedom of it and just meeting people every single day is the, the best thing about it, you know? Okay. Okay. So, so. It's funny because that was my next question, wanting to know your favorite aspect of barbering. Would you say it's meeting the people? Um, I noticed you talked about the diversity um, in Hampton. And so not only is that a benefit in terms of clientele, but also if you're a people's person, then that's an aspect that you enjoy that fits right into the barbering as well. I think Is, I is think that something you, you would say? Yes, it is. I think for me now that I'm older, because I'm 43, and I've been doing this for a while, okay. and being that I've worked other jobs, okay. to be self-employed to me huh. is one of the most beautiful things in the world. It is hard though. It's definitely challenging. Definitely, you have to be. You have to have self-discipline. Okay. So just the freedom alone, and just okay. knowing that I'm self-employed on my own boss, um, or I can write someone a check right. who does work for me, or I can receive a check from some company. Like it's it's just beautiful. I love right. being self-employed. That's what's up. That's what's up. That that is. It's funny because our, our paths are, are are sort of similar. Um, I'm 44, and okay. so I did the same thing, man. Um, worked different jobs, um, you know. And and at some point, it was just too much. I said, man, I I, I need to um, do my own thing, go in my own yeah. direction. And and not only am I passionate about barbering, but it's it's brought freedom. Um, it's nothing like being able to um, dictate your, your own situation, man. I, I don't think it's anything like. Absolutely. Yeah, that, that's that, that, make that, good money doing that's it. That's the, the, the you know what I mean. That's yes. the definition of, of, of cutting your way out. Real talk. Mm -hmm. um, so you you got after it in, in two thousand and seven, right? Mm -hmm. um, so at, at at once you you got into it, and you got going hard in a bigger area. Um, as a barber, were there and are there other barbers that motivate you that you may look um, to as mentors in the industry? Yeah, most of, most of my mental, uh, most of my influences probably are not even on Instagram and because some of them don't really do it. It's like two barbers that, okay. that I work with that were definitely okay. um, great people and I like how they was cutting. I like how they carried themselves. Um, 
one guy went to Hampton University. I cut with him for about 10 years and super okay. awesome dude. He stayed super busy. And I basically moved in the chair beside him so I could be like, hey, if you need some help with some of your customers, slide them over here. And, and that's basically what happened. And he's seen me go you, you, from not having you cut, you cut out. It, it, fro it froze up. You oh, okay. It, it froze up. Can, can you, okay. I can hear you still. Okay. Now, now you okay. said you were cutting cutting with someone from, from Hampton that went to Hampton yes. University for 10 years. So can, can you run that back? Yes, I was cut. I moved to the chair basically beside him because he had an enormous clientele. And it was almost like a, a, a psychology thing. I'm like, okay, I'm pretty good, but I don't have a lot of clientele. And he used to feed me a lot of people. And that was that was definitely a okay. gateway to me to just open the floodgates. And it beautiful thing. Beautiful. Okay. Okay. So so what was the shop? So you cut it in one shop for, for 10, 10 years or so? Yep, I did. I cut in one shop 10 years. Uh, it's called Capital Cuts. It's very popular around this area, okay. 757. They have quite a few locations. Yep. Okay. Okay. Cool. Oh, okay. So, so it, go ahead. No, James. no, no. no I, I just reacted. I didn't. So, so how long have you, have you been out on your own cutting? Um, well, I opened this spot up in June of last year. So okay. this is Congra this is my first time on my own. Thank you, okay. solely okay. by myself. Okay, so so no other barbers with you, or are you? No other barbers. Just in the suite by yourself. That's what's yes. up. That's what's up. Yes, I and love you it. know, I'm 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 noticing that more barbers are going um, to that kind of sweet dynamic. Yes. Just kind of kind of doing things on, on their own. Um, yes. What was the, what was it for you? When did you know that you had outgrown? the shop, so to say, that you were in and you were ready to take that next step? Um, I would say the, well, I had my clientele. I, I was pretty much booked okay. every day. I was pretty much booked all day, every day that I worked. So I knew that wouldn't be a problem. Um, the professionalism, I always carried myself in a professional manner, um, on and off the clock, behind the chair and not, not behind the chair. Um, once you work with so many people, and or so many barbers or whatever, you kind of see a lot of things that you won't do. You see a lot of things that you will do. Um, this is this was a perfect location for me where I'm at because it's directly down the street from my house. I actually could walk. And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna try to do my own thing oh. because I always branded myself, you know, and I said, okay. I'm just gonna try it. And it's, it's beautiful. I think it's the best okay. move I've, I've ever done in the industry. Okay, that's what's up. So, so tell us, go ahead, go ahead, James. No, I was just going to ask about the, the scene in Hampton and mm -hmm. your area. I mean, yeah, I know you, what, uh, Hampton University, what other, the, what other universities are um, in the area? Well, um, if you're talking about, well, I say 757 area, meaning the area code. So it's like seven cities, basically. Okay. Um, you okay. have, um, you have Norfolk State. Okay. Which is, uh, it's across the water for me, but it's, it's about a 15, 20 minute drive, but I have people that come from there too. Sure. Um, Norfolk State, you have okay. Old Dominion University. Okay. You have uh, hmm. Christopher Newport University. Uh, you have William and Mary. Okay. And I'm, I may be leaving out one. No. no I mean, you said the ones that, that, yeah, you said the ones that I've known. Okay. That, was, that was my interest. So, okay. Norfolk, okay. Old Dominion, 
William and Mary. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so, I didn't know yeah. old I didn't know old Dominion was there. Learn something new yeah. every day. Yeah. yeah. It's in uh okay. Norfolk. Okay. Okay. Yeah. okay. Okay. So so before I dive into the next question I have, tell us about um the stylist king and how you came up with that and, and um what does it mean and how you started to brand yourself. Because I see you I see you rocking the vest on you. Oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah, that's my barber. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay. I had a couple kids earlier today. I normally don't work on okay. Sundays. Um, okay. I needed, the logo came about because I just needed something. Um, I, I started going to the barber shows when I was in, in cosmetology school. And, um, and I saw how everybody basically, you got two names. You got your real name and you got your professional name, business name, however. And I was All like, right. I need something. I need something. I need something. So one of my clients, he was really good at drawing, and I told him I wanted something. I needed something barber-related. What do you think? Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. And right. he came up with this logo exactly just like that. Only difference was okay. uh, I, I like Louis Vuitton a whole lot, so he had like some Louis okay. Vuitton stuff in there. <laughs> but basically, I okay. kind of took that off. <laughs> And okay. it made sense for me. It was just so perfect for me to do it because um, I like it because it doesn't have a mouth on it. So basically, okay. you're just worried about the cutting. And the king kings from, uh, I think I'm a king. I think all men are king. All black men are definitely kings. So I, I just rock with it, man. The no mouth meaning your work speaks for itself. I, I like mm. it. Mm. Yeah, speaks for mm. yeah. yeah, that's what's up. Yeah, that, that's, yeah. That's, and it's, the stylist part just comes from because I like unique, the dress and it's, it's, oh. Did you hear him? Okay, 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 okay. So, so the whole style and yeah, I, yeah, you just dress yeah. up and the whole nine. So, yeah. so it just embodies who you are. Okay, yep. that's what's up. That's what's up. So, as a barber that's been cutting, you said two thousand seven. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, you've seen a shift just as I have um, in terms of the scheduling apps, the Instagram, just the whole social media phenomenon. Right. So I've seen a post um, of yours that, that I thought was really cool and it was interesting. Um, on the post, it said you, basically you were given a cutout, a, a shout out, excuse me, to cut app, which is a, a, a booking app that barbers use. And you were saying how. Not only did it change the profession, but it's changed your life forever. Can you talk about the benefits of, of Cut App and, and how um, it's provided you that that change in, in your life as far as barbering forever? Yes, uh, I, I love the scheduling apps. I love it. Um, the Cut App is the first one that I've ever used ever. Um, okay. I, I saw the guy who created it in I want to say DC, Washington DC, quite a few years ago. Um, but I used to walk around okay. with an appointment book 24 okay. seven, like I'll be out with the family and I got my appointment book in case <laughs> I get a phone call. I'm not missing no money. So that was my thing. Um, right. and then, you know, when people call you book, um, if they have an issue, they may call back, Hey, can I change this? Can I change that? It makes life so much easier for somebody to just go online, book the appointment, book the service they want. You don't have to talk to them at all. Super right. great. It's super great. I can put the price list on there, describe the service, um, the time frame, 
everything on it, it works just like clockwork. I love it. I love it. I love it. Absolutely. It, it's, um, it actually has been a game changer for me as well. I use Booksy. Okay. And I had a, a, a buddy of mine, a, a barber um, brother that we worked together and we ended up going, um, you there? Yeah. Somebody, I don't know. Okay. Somebody called my okay. phone. Yeah. Okay. Can you see me? <laughs> yeah, we, we can had, see you. A, bar, a barber brother of mine, we went to Bronner Brothers for the first time in 2019. And he had been telling me prior because he was using the Booksy app. He was like, man, you got to get on it. You got to get on it. Um, and we went and went to a class and they talked about um, the booking apps. And so we got back. I said, man, I'm going to give it a try. And like you said, it was just, it, it, it was life change. Um, yeah. And they have so many areas um, that are, are, are beneficial, you mm -hmm. know, like in terms of keeping, being able to keep up with your income knowing how much exactly. you made on, on a monthly basis, on a, a, a yearly basis. It's just been absolutely amazing. So I agree with you. I found that extremely interesting. Um, just the comment you had made, how it had changed not only the profession, but your life forever. And I totally agree. Um, and, and so I just had to ask that question um, in regards to the cutting app. Yeah, they sent, they sent me an email. I guess in January, and they told me how much I made for last year, and I was like, "Whoa!" <laughs> yeah, I won't say the number. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. So, so um, what, what do you, what do you what do you charge, and what services do you provide? Um, I try to provide almost all the basics. Um, of course, regular haircuts. I, I do do kids cuts. Um, I do everything mohawks all phase. Um, I do okay. offer facials. Okay. I do steam facials, uh, steam shampoos. Okay. Um, I do do like Beijing die cuts. Okay. I do uh, bleach and highlights okay. and color and things like that. Um, I, mean, okay. I think that's about it. I'm about to get into the man weave um, situation. Okay. Thinking okay. about that in SMP okay. later. Okay. Okay. What so so what, what, is, what do you charge for a base? Go ahead. I'm sorry. For, for a fade. What is SP? He was saying what, what was SP? Oh, SP is the um, I forgot the technical name of it. I'm sorry. Well, you've probably seen the guys kind of like tattooing oh, hair yeah, on yeah, the hairlines. Yeah. yeah, that's I forgot I mean. the actual yeah. technical name for him to be bad for that. No, okay. I, I know I know exactly okay. what I mean. Okay. Yeah. I, I okay. might need okay. I need that. I know that. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I want to learn about it a little bit more and, and, and see if that's something I want to get into. Um, okay. But okay. For, for men's cuts, I normally, I start at 35. Yeah. Okay. okay. Shampoo. And, and what, does that include the head and face? Yes. Yes. Spoon cut? Okay. okay. Yes. That's what's up. Mm -hmm. Now, okay. And now, is that the, the going rate in the area or you just say, hey, um, I'm do my thing and I'm going to charge based on the services I provide and my value. I go, I do go off of what I'm providing, but I do have to try to kind of go off of the area a little okay. bit. And that's one of the things I've been battling. Okay. Um, Cause I know people okay. say charge what you're worth and you know, right. some people will fall off. They don't want to pay that price. And I totally agree. They will. And the people who right. like right. your service and like what you provide for them, they're going to pay it. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
What? Go ahead. Would you about to say something, James? I, I, I just, I mean, and just going down your page, um, I, I, I just, I just would imagine that you, you, you would be at a way higher price. I mean, that's, you know, like as, as a non-barber, it's just <laughs> like, okay. But, you know, being that we're, you know, 2021 20, episodes in and, and the people that we've <laughs> talked to, um, I mean, they my brother, you. my brother, like, uh, <laughs> They charge you. You're gonna have to come to Jesus because yeah. I think I think yeah. I, I think you might be like shortchanging yourself, my brother. Oh, I know I am. How do I you determine? Oh, it's how much? When, when when it's <laughs> we having a little delay, Ash. I don't know what's going how, on. How, how do you determine? Right, right. How how do you determine when it's time to to raise your prices and how much you 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 raise them? I don't know. I think it just comes with a time thing. Um, I didn't change my prices from the last shop to here. And because I knew I could afford okay. what I was going to be able to pay here. Now, what, and I'm going to change around in here a little bit okay. more. I think once I change around in here, then I'm going to up my price mm-hmm. a little bit. And then that's just, it's just what okay. it's going to be. Okay. I mean, as, yeah, as a, as a, as a client, mm-hmm. you know, you know, just just plaster a sign saying, yeah. "Hey, effective this day," because man, you you yeah, oh yeah, definitely you, yeah, with the styling and all that, like yeah, yeah, that that's that's a number like, and I, I'm normally a hater when 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 our <laughs> our client our, our our guests get to talking about prices, I'm like, whoa, <laughs> oh man, but yeah. you know, I, hey, I, I'm sorry, I. I, I <laughs> We didn't get too far off and you know, challenging, you know, you're good, right? It's it's one of those things. Um, Like I said, I do believe in the charge what you're worth thing. I do believe that, but I do also believe in, you know, prices in the area. But around here, I mean, 20 bucks, $25 can get you whatever some people want, you know? So is there a lot mm. of competition? I know really? you said it's, it's, it's really, uh, do you worry about competition or are you your own competition? I don't, I don't personally worry about the competition, um, but I do try to learn, excuse me, I do try to learn things from you know, other barbers, especially like on Instagram. I just have to be mindful of the enhancement things and all of the, the pink colors and dyes and stuff like that. Sure. I mean, I do do enhancements myself, okay. I do. Okay. But I don't rely on that for every cut. Okay. So you mentioned um, cosmetology. Okay. You went to, so did you go to cosmetology and barber school or? I did. I did. So um, how, how, how has, how, how has, how do they overlap in your eyes as far as using what you learned in cosmetology versus what you apply from what you learned in barber school um overlap i say with the with the straight hair um doing ladies hair definitely and and cutting giving a lady's cut uh with shears trans transcended over to the men's cuts especially with straight hair um because you you know you have to use the shears and things like that um but just dealing with the actual 
male and female client that kind of helped me out too because women can be a little bit more picky than men in a sense but other than that though it's basically the same to me okay all right um, yeah so as we talk about the pricing as well right mm-hmm. um in a couple of the in a couple of the hair shows that i've, I've attended a couple of classes um, okay. It's like the, the the rule of thumb. I've heard barbers say that if you if your schedule is too booked, you're not charging enough. What what is your your, your outlook on that rule of thumb? Uh, I don't know. I did read that question when you sent it to me. If your schedule <laughs> is too booked, that means you're not charging enough. I don't know because somebody could charge a hundred dollars for a cut and they still could be booked. So right. do they charge right. more? Right. Or that, that's, you know what I mean. Right, because I know some barbers that do, and, and that's why I was wanted to ask you, the the really, in in, in your area, mm. no, not in my area, not okay. for a regular okay. basic cut. Okay, no. yeah, right, 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 yeah. So so, and and with that, so so as we talk about social media, right? Social media mm-hmm. has been a tremendous tool. Um, for barbers in terms of, of marketing. Yes. What do you think the pros and cons of social media for barbering um, has been? Um, it's been lovely, actually. It's been lovely. Um, I think as far as Instagram, I do do a lot on Instagram. Um, I, I need to do more. I don't do a lot of advertising on Facebook, and it's just because of me. Most of my Facebook friends are back home in North Carolina, but I, I do advertise a little bit on Facebook. Um, the the okay. pros have been amazing because you can hashtag whatever you want and whoever hashtags the same thing that you did, then, hey, they're going to see your picture at some point if they continue to scroll or, you know, it's, it's an easy way to connect the dots. Um, I think that's super okay. great. Um, I don't really like all the paint. I don't like all the, if you got, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's there. And I do like the aspect, but um, I guess when I scroll down my timeline, because I do follow a lot of barber pages, if that's all I see, right. it's like, man, this, is that what everybody is doing? I mean, right. I get it. It's good for the pictures. Um, right. But what about a natural cut, you know? And I, right. I, I listen right. to uh, Marano a lot. Pretty sure you okay. know who he is, yeah. You, you, you know what? You're, you're, the second, you're the second straight guest that we've had that talked about Marano. And um, oh. shout out to um, Daya Echoes. He, he actually yeah. sent me that that information. Okay. So I'm gonna check Morano out yeah. because um, or, or, Super or dope. was it Day? Was it Daya? Yeah, it was. It was Daya. So. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Super dope. His sister actually works in the suite down the hall for me. Wow! Wow! Yeah, she does hair. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Very yeah, very good I, guy. I, I I agree with you. It, it's I I love social media and once I'm kind of a, a dinosaur and I'm learning more about the technical side and so once I started with Instagram um, being able to follow and, and and you know grab that motivation and inspiration for so many barbers but like you said sometimes you're, you're, you're trying to reach the bar and, and one of the things that I've noticed not only the enhancements but also a lot of editing of photos and so there are a lot of times that you don't see actual haircuts and, and so I make right. it a point that I, I don't edit um, 
I tried to a couple of times. I'm just like, nah, this this <laughs> this ain't for me. So you me you know too. what I mean. I don't I don't edit my photos at at all. Um, and so I I think that con side sometimes because now you have somebody that is sitting in your chair sometimes, and they had this picture, and they're giving you an un- unrealistic picture. You you, right. you know what I mean? Right. Not only does it the different um, textures of hair and, and certain things matter, but mm-hmm. also some of this stuff that they're looking at isn't all the way authentic because it, it's been right. edited. So I think, exactly. you know, it, it takes a, a little away from the authentic side sometimes um, yes. of, of the industry. Yes, it does. It does. It does. Yeah. yeah. When people yeah. show me pictures yeah. like that, I just, I let them know like, hey, this was... I, I may not say edited, but I will say it was enhanced right. with Beijing right. or spray right. or uh, whatever have you, you know. But definitely, right. I definitely right. agree with you, though. I agree with you. I'm struggling right. with that too. So right. even though, even right. though, what 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 should you look for if I'm a client and I'm saying, okay, well, I'm enamored with a a, a a picture on Instagram, a picture and a haircut on, that I saw off the gram, and I take it to my bar. What should I look for when, before I take it to you, and and to kind of know if it's been enhanced or not? Because I'll be honest, you know, it could be any dope haircut mm-hmm. on Instagram, and somebody gonna be in the comments. That's just like we had a, a brother that does not use this that does not use enhancements he puts it in his uh in in all his posts no enhancements mm-hmm. yeah and he shout says out to that skills shout out to peace skills and he says it's literally people on his comments arguing about enhancements so i mean so i guess the question is to both of you all what should a random client or non-barber or just anybody look for when they before when they when they see a dope cut and to just make the determine without hating that hey that some enhancements was used i think i think that for the client may not know per se if has it been enhanced or not but um of course if they bring it to their barber Mm -hmm. they're gonna know so I think a client should actually know, they should know whether they're actually uh, doing maintenance to their hair, if they're taking care of their hair for one. Because some people wanna, they want things and they're like, man, your hair is super dry, super brittle, or you know, you may be thin in certain areas, you may not be able to achieve what you're actually looking at. Or I could achieve it if I you know, put some enhancements in it, or hey. So it's, yeah. I, I would take any client with any picture, but right. once I see the picture, if I think you can achieve that, then we can go for it. But if not, I'll explain to them, hey, this is what we're dealing with here. Absolutely. And Absolutely. I totally agree. I, I think um, that's when the professional side comes in, um, right. just, just being able to consult with that particular client in terms of um, like you said, their texture, um, right. if they have light spots, if, if, you know, just certain things, if you can actually, um, 
you know, provide that haircut for that particular client. Um, I make it a point. I'm, I, I never, I never hate on, you know, or, or, or try to disregard um, for a better, better word, disregard other bar- barbers work because of enhancements, right. because, you know, it's about what, what the client wants first and, and right. foremost. Um, but, but like you said, sometimes people are coming in and they're looking for certain things that it's hard to achieve because, you know, when, when somebody is going to pay a hundred dollars for a haircut, right? right? More times than not, I would say nine and 9.9 times out of 10, those clients are going to take care of their hair on a regular basis. They're going to do the things that they need to do. That that shows somebody paying a hundred dollars for a haircut that they care not only about their presentation, but they care about their hair. And so, you, you know, it's different. Somebody coming in and, you know, may get their hair cut every three weeks. It, it's not washed and, and certain things um, like that. So, so I, I, I think you're spot on um, right. in, in my opinion. And that's how I would approach it also. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Um, so, so I see you, you're, you're branding yourself. You're doing your thing. The stylist King. Mm-hmm. Um, in what other ways, if any, have you been able to create other financial opportunities um, because of your skill, you know, in, in your platform with Barber? Um, financial, financial. I haven't really stepped out there too much right okay. now. Um, okay. I do have something in the making right now. I'm actually working on a brush. Okay. I can't disclose too much information, but I'm okay. working on a, a yep. brush, and it's it's going to be very different. Uh, put okay. it this way: it's moving. It, it's moving. It moves. Okay. Put it that way. That's okay. basically what. Okay. It, it, it's it's actually getting produced right now. So I'm getting a prototype made, and then I'm sitting up for the patent. And okay. then once I get that back, you'll definitely see it. You'll definitely see it. I okay. mean, other than me selling my own t-shirt. So I actually sell my t-shirts with my logo on it. I don't know if you see them up there. So okay. I mean, okay. other than that, I okay. haven't really stepped outside of the box yet in working. I mean, but, but, but that, 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 that's, that's another, another revenue stream though. Yes. That, that, you know, that, that's definitely another rep revenue stream. And that's been the beautiful thing just about the um, evolution of the industry is just being able to create those other opportunities and brand yourself. You're going to have people that follow you, your clients, um, yep. that that are going to purchase those things. So, man, that's that that that's a start, right? Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. You know. Yeah, yeah. So, so James, you got got anything to add? No, not not. not I got a few questions, but I'm 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 away. Oh, okay. I'm gonna let y'all get get the barber talk. Go, go for it. <laughs> no, go. No, go go for it. I I, I seen the facial expression. You look like someone's great. Getting ready to jump off. So go ahead and do your thing. No, I, I mean, so I mean, I'm I'm just a little curious. Um because for me, I had, you know, in my 20s, I I had, you know, waves and actually got my hair cut like twice a week sometimes and and really did what you thought. I mean, what you not not what you thought, but what you said. Um, most people, you know, that pay those premium prices should, you know, should and would do, you know, with their hair. So, you know, as far as just washing your hair, as far as just, um, you know, really just taking care of your hair. Um, I mean, and both of y'all can chime in. It's just something that I thought about 
when y'all was just having that discussion. Um, just as far as just maintenance and and just upkeep, because I don't even think we've had this conversation in any of our episodes. Just um, what do you all what do you all view as proper upkeep and maintenance to your hair? Let's just say somebody with not you know braids or dreads, but just somebody with short short haircuts like like yourselves like how often should you wash grease what you know like oil treatments like talk about it you want to go <laughs> i'm gonna let the, no i'm gonna let you go with the, oh. you got the cosmetology background as well so i'll pick it back yeah well i mean i think um <laughs> as far as you know shampooing conditioning um we i i've always heard and i know that every single day may be too much. Um, Absolutely. I think every other day may be great. I think it depends on what you do for a living, but also what type of uh, skin do you have? Like naturally oily or like are you a sweater or your skin naturally dry? Um, things like that are gonna play a big factor. Um, as far as maintenance, someone with short hair, I think somebody with short hair with waves, they, I mean, I would do mine every other day. That's just me. Shampoo, condition. Um, I put my little grease on, keep my do-rag on. Sometimes I'll sleep in it, sometimes I won't. But once I get it to where I'm at and I don't have to, once I get to where I want, I don't have to, I guess, wear the do-rag as much at night. Or, you know, someone who has curly hair, um, the short curly hair, I guess you shampoo, condition it as, as needed. Um, but it's one of those things I guess I tell my clients, if, if you're doing this every day, then try every other day. And then if that's not working, right. then either we'll move it to, you know, every two day, every three days, or we may need to try to change the products. And right. Right. So it's a couple of different ways right. to approach that. For, for, right. For, for me, my, my rule of thumb has been, I, I typically tell um, my clients, at least two, two to three days um, out of a week, you know, in, mm -hmm. in terms of, of washing and conditioning. The same with the beard. You know, the, the beard has, has become um, a phenomenon, you yeah. know, in, in our culture now, as, oh, yeah. as you see. I, I, um, I know. That's you, you know, <laughs> yeah, I don't so, have so that. It's but... interesting, Ben. <laughs> no, you, I can't you, you know, now you see a lot of people, you know, they have no, no good. Can't do it, man. So, so I have a lot of people, man, that that they'll come in and, and they'll they want to get their you know grow the beard out and they want it, you know, um, sculpted for better words, right? Right. But they're not taking care of it, and there's a lot of people who don't understand that you have to care for your beard the same way you would do your hair. Um, and, and so it's the same rule of thumb, like you said, it's kind of hit and miss depending on if you have oily skin and and things of, of that, that, that nature. But what, what they don't want to do is basically strip their, their hair of the natural um, oils that, that it gets by overwashing. So, you know, that, that, that's something that I'll tell them as well. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And this may be, I agree. you know, yeah. at that, that, that's, a good, that's a good question, James. Yeah. Well, this may be, you know, like how, how can you determine if somebody has oily skin or, you know, what type of skin they do have? 
like for me, like I don't know if I have oily skin. I, I mean, and that that I might be telling on myself, but like <laughs> I don't know. Like what what should I look for? Um, I guess I guess it's hmm, for me a straight shampoo and condition, and then I look at uh, just the next day or two, like how is my scalp doing? You know, I, mean? I just know for me my skin is naturally dry, so okay. I think. For me asking the client, you know, or some I could really see, you know, you can actually see. Okay. It all depends. I mean, people have ashy blemishes and things on their face. So, you know, they may be like a naturally dry person. I look okay. for things like that. I may even look at their hands or something like that. Right. With asking them questions too. Right. Right. Okay. I, I, I agree. I agree. And, and then you just kind of, from a, a like a skin aspect, you kind of know you, you have that, that, that glow, it, it, yeah. you know, a lot of people who, who um, create a lot of that, you, they, they look almost oily, you know, re really shiny, <laughs> look like you yeah. almost got Vaseline on Vaseline. it. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so you, you can see that. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, so um, what was, what was I, I was, I had a question on my mind. I, I'll get back to it. Okay, I do know what I was going to ask. So in terms of um, your services, so with every haircut, do you provide a wash um, as well? It's available. Um, okay. I do I do have it on there as a separate thing that they could pick. So okay. I do have clients that say, okay, I want to get a shampoo and a cut this week okay. from, from Stylist King. And then the next, next week, they may come get a lineup and they may not. And okay. then... okay. You know, on the second haircut, they probably will. But okay. not everybody gets the shampoo. Um, if I had an assistant here, I would definitely shampoo okay. pretty much everyone if they don't right. have, you know, dreads or braids or something like that. Right, right, right. So how, how do you deal with clients that don't want the shampoo, but they may have oil or grease in their hair? Oh, well, you, you got two choices. You can get it. Or you can not get it, <laughs> or not get the haircut. You know what I mean? Bottom line, <laughs> you just got two choices. I mean, because I, because what I'll do, because what I, what I, what I would do, and I've done it before, and cut somebody hair who has grease in it, and and I have done it, but I'm like, okay, yeah, look at your haircut is okay because I know how to deal with it. Now, right. the next time you come let me shampoo it. And then those people be like, no, I'm going to shampoo my hair right before I come every time because that cut was way better. Yep. Um, and someone who has the dry dandruff, uh, whatever, packed down hair, um, yeah. I may have, or, or I just say, you know what, just let me go ahead and shampoo it. And I won't right. even charge you for the shampoo so you can see how good this cut comes out, you know? Yeah. Mm, you right, got, you got right. a lot of people that do that. Got the product in their hair; they don't want it washed out. They just want this done on the side, whatever. Right, right. It's right. ways around it, but I don't, I don't like the. Definitely don't like the grease. Definitely don't like the right. grease. Right. Yeah. It's a, it's a pain, boy. A pain, man. So, so for me, <laughs> so for me, as we're, we're winding down, um, a question that I've been given every single barber. Um, just to learn a little bit about the personality. So, so two okay. things for me. One, 
what would you be doing if you weren't a barber? What would your career choice be? Huh. Hard question. <laughs> Hard question. Yeah. If I had to choose yeah. one that I wanted that I thought I was going to do, I would have been in the NBA because I was pretty good at basketball. I'm 6'2", but I was pretty good. I had okay. a shot. Okay. I, I, got, I okay. had the bunnies. I could dunk. Two-hand okay. reverse 360, all that. Okay. If I had a choice, I would have played in the NBA. Okay. Um, I don't know if I would have stayed cooking or not. I don't know because I kind of just got okay. out of that okay. field. I, I lost the love okay. for it because I like to be outside. I wanted, even though cooking, it doesn't directly serve people. I wanted to do something that directly right. served them. And, you know, I just prayed okay. God that, the, you know, let me see where I needed to go. And once right. I chose to go to barber school, that was it. Um, so I really don't know what I would be doing, to be honest with you, okay. because I have worked so many okay. jobs and seen so many things and okay. I can't do it. I, this, this is it for me. That's, that's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah. So my, my, my last question, um, if you had you froze up here. Yeah, you fro- from era. You you froze up. Say that one more time. You okay. froze up. Can you hear me now? Yes, I can hear you. Can, can you hear me now? Yes. Okay. If you had one person from any era that you could put in your chair and cut, who would it be and why? Oh, uh, <laughs> I thought about that. Too. <laughs> hmm. That's a hard question because I like a lot of old school artists, old school players. Um, that's kind of tough. Right now, I would probably say, <laughs> I would probably say Jay-Z, because I think he's very interesting to me right now, but whatever okay. he has, with all the things he has going on, I would probably say Jay-Z. Okay. I, w- I would definitely just want to pick okay. his brain, you know, and because he's, you know, he's been in the streets and then he made his way out of the streets and now he's, you know, a professional person and doing his thing. Uh, it right. probably would be Jay-Z right now. Okay. My, my, my favorite, my favorite rapper of all time. Okay. Right. 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 <laughs> That's what's up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, you had a question. I think I saw on the list because when I saw the questions, I was like, I ain't, I can answer those. That's not, you have one on there and I don't know. I don't know how it was worded. Mm-hmm. I think you said name a situation where someone said you're just a barber or something. Okay. Okay. So, so that I'm, I'm going to get, mm-hmm. yep. Oh, I don't know if you was going to ask that or not, but okay. I, I'm glad. I'm glad you you said that, because because I did. I I went right by. Oh, right. okay. Um, let me see. What would you say? <laughs> yep. <laughs> what would you say to a person that says that barbering is not a career? The funny thing was the reason why I went to that because. I got the police called on me for this. And yeah. it was crazy because I was already deep into the career. Um, and, and my ex-wife, I was the sole breadwinner. She didn't even work for probably over 13, 14 years due to different reasons. Okay. But, and and okay. my, my heart and, and everything is into barbering. And I had this person uh, wanted me to put him in a chair next for... Okay. I don't know, probably 50 bucks or even a hundred dollars. Cause I think he said 50 okay. first. And then okay. he said, well, well, evidently you don't like money because I'm giving mm-hmm. you, matter of fact, I'll give you a hundred dollars. 
I know you're okay. putting this next. And I was like, I can't do right. that because these people right. book with me days, weeks, and sometimes months in advance. Right. I'm not going to accept your money for this one-time situation. Right? right. And he was like, man, you just a barber. Uh, mm. you, you, you need to take this money. Mm. And I was like, what you mean by I'm just a barber? He was like, that's what you need. All the money in your pocket, that's probably all you got. I said, hold mm. up. And I, I was definitely using profanity. I said, I tell <laughs> you what, I said, how much money you got in the bank, right? And I'm not bragging and right. I'm not saying nothing crazy. I said, how much money you got in the bank? Right. He was like, well, don't worry about how much money I got in the bank. I said, okay, I'm going to break something down to you. I said, for me, I take my first haircut, my lunchtime haircut around my lunchtime and my last haircut, right? And I just used a, a mm -hmm. good a number as $20. I just said 20 Okay. Right? So okay. I, I put those three haircuts in my back pocket and I don't touch it. Of course, mm -hmm. now we know we got cash app and different things now, but right. so right. I'll save $60 a day that I don't touch, period, right? Right, right. You multiply that by six. I work six days a week. So right. what's, the, what's the math? 360, right? Right. That 360 times four, four weeks out of the month, right? right. I don't know what the number, I think it's like 14. Almost 1500 $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $
um, the barber is, is Bobby. one of the, the guys that I watch closely as well. Um, right. uh, uh, you know, amongst a, a lot of other ones. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when he was able to go up for new clients to $200, I'm saying, how many jobs do you know that a person can charge $200? Right. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like $200 an hour. Where, where do they do that at? Exactly. We are, this is a career. This is a profession. It's here to stay. Robots can't do what we do. Can't do it. You, you, you know, um, and so it, it's a blessing, man, to, to be in a, a part of this industry and do what we do. And that's just and that was the main purpose of us behind us creating the, this podcast and this platform, man, just to pay homage and, and celebrate what it is that we do, man, because everybody has to come through us. If you're sitting down in the boardroom before you go there, you got to come and highlight. So if you go on, on a date. You got to come and see us. If you go into a job interview, you got to come and see us. You know, we don't all, all the time get the respect that this industry is due. And so we just wanted to do our part, man. Yeah. Now, I think we got a little bit more respect up. over this pandemic situation. Because a lot of people came to me and they was like, <laughs> man, y'all are essential. Y'all essential, man. I don't have to work. I don't have to go to work, but I still want my haircut. I still, I still need my haircut to make me feel Absolutely. good. You know what I mean? So that was definitely absolutely, absolutely, but definitely needed for sure. Oh, definitely, absolutely. One final absolutely. question from me. Speaking of the pandemic, um, I just, I just read today uh, that two, two NBA players will miss the. All star game tonight because of a oh, yeah. of a, a barber that tested positive. Um, oh, I didn't even see that. So Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons. Um, right. Oh, wow. So wow. so um so then of course piggybacking off the Kansas City Chiefs situation leading up to the Super Bowl, you two as barbers, you know, dealing with the pandemic, with it being essential, with it, you know, on both sides. Um, this is your livelihood and the pressure and the demand for for getting haircuts of, like you said, whether it's the interview room, whether it's the all-star game, whether it's just wherever, we want our haircut. You know, we want to look fresh. I know it's unfair, but it it just seems like, especially in sports, it just seems like at the biggest times, I'm not going to say call the all-star game a biggest time, but what do you just, what is your response to maybe the barbers getting a, a bad rap with the pandemic and COVID and, and just, you know, maybe servicing. I don't think people have said anything about barbers not becoming essential because of this, but is it something, and I know I'm long-winded, That's that's been a problem with me all since we started this podcast. Man, do, do your thing. But I thought about today, I thought about barbers and I'm just like, dang, you know, just another stain on that industry and just being doing this show. What what do you have to say just about if people will try to, for better term, shit on the industry because, you know, the Kansas City Chief thing and now this breaking news that happened this morning with two players that's going to miss the All-Star game because they got cut by a barber with COVID. I mean, I mean, should should would you advocate for vaccinations would you advocate for like testing like can y'all come together and just be like 
look, we're going to test, you know, once a week. Uh, yeah. You know, so just, I know I'm long-winded, but please just yeah. kind of like defend yeah. your profession. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and what yeah. y'all do in, in, in light of some of the stuff that went on just today. Yeah. I'm definitely uh, an advocate for getting the regular testing as a barber. Um, I recently went to Puerto Rico and I had a test before I went and had a test when I came back, but I'm trying to do it every two weeks now. I wish I could do it every single week um, because we are around a lot of people. I think is I think it's really the barber responsibility, of course, to you know check your clients out for one, but also make sure you try to protect yourself. You know, gloves mm -hmm. and the sanitation, and of course the mask, things like that. You know, and, and you know sanitizing your mm -hmm. work area or whatever the shops and things like that. Um, it's I mean looking at the whole COVID situation, it looks like anybody could get it at any time, you right? Know? Even if you had the, the vaccine. So, you know, it's almost damned if you do, damned if you don't type of thing. But definitely, you know, yeah, yeah. try to protect yourself. Understood. Right. Yeah, I just so you know, so so for ahead. me. So so for me, I don't think it 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 puts a bad name on barbering at all. Um, I just think that it proves more so that how essential that, that the, the, the industry is, right? Because you have people who are working every day, whether they're working at grocery stores or whether they're NBA players that need to be grown. And so right. we just have, you know, that, that responsibility, but because you come in contact with so many people, like he said, anybody can get it. I mean, and you don't know, where your clients have been, who they've been around. Right. Even if they come in and you put the thermometer to their head, there's no way of you really knowing. Um, and so you just do the best that you can, like you said, from a sanitation sterilization standpoint, the mask, the gloves, wiping down, you, you know, the areas and something that I'm going to, to do more of is spacing out the time in which I have mm -hmm. my clients just to try to um, be more efficient with that but right. it's just part of the world we live in so I don't think that's um, any knock on the barbers per se I just think that it's one of those things that can can happen no matter you know what you're doing because you're coming in contact with people right I agree you know yeah yeah I, yeah. yeah yeah I just I just definitely you know wanted to just stay current with that that thought you know, when when I seen it, I was just like, dang, I just hope that people like the professional sports leagues don't try to, you know, shit on y'all, you know, as barbers, as far as the culture, because it is a pandemic. I mean, it's, 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 it's been going on for a year now. So, I mean, yeah. you know, it is what it is, but, uh, I don't have nothing else. Can you hear me? Yeah. I got you froze up on my screen. Yeah. You I'm did a little bit. Yeah. 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 This this is this has been this has been a tremendous uh another tremendous interview, man. We just keep knocking them out the park, man. I have to give a, a, yeah. a shout out to um, you know, our 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 bar barber comrade, our barber sister, um, Stacy Wheeler. Yep. She put us in in, in contact. Right. Um, you know, she was our, our, our first guest and 
She's mm-hmm. um, she she's looking out. She's supporting. Um, she's offering, you know, her her um, connections to put us in contact with Barbara. Right. So another great interview. Definitely. Um, man, we we we've had a blast, man. Again, this is um, the I Cut My Way pod, Out podcast. Um, we're available on on all major platforms anywhere you need us to be. And again, we have um, a, a truly skilled and talented um, brother on here um, at Thank Style you. King. Um, and so, man, it, it, it's been a tremendous interview, man. We wish you the, the best of luck, man, and going to keep following you and, and keeping up with you um, on you. Instagram. And, and man, just just rubbing elbows. And, and man, it's just a pleasure to meet a, another fellow barber, man. And, and you know, just just all, all respect. Absolutely, man. Appreciate y'all for having Jim. me, man. It's been an honor. I'll definitely send some people your way, too, definitely. That's what's up. And I always say, you know, thank you for rocking with us when it wasn't a, the hottest thing to do. But <laughs> as we oh, ascend no. to the top, you know, we we gonna we gonna take you with us. So uh there you go. There you go, man. And, and we're gonna we're gonna meet and celebrate at the top. So uh you know, until then, uh peace. I mean, that's yeah, yeah. One more thing I, I always do. Um there. I always give a shout out. I like to give a shout out to all the Clipper Company, Andis, Wall Oyster, Babliss, um, Jarrell, Bevel, Caliber, J- just everyone who gives us the opportunity to to do what it is that we do and, and have allowed us to cut our way out. We're great. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. So, man, it, it's been a pleasure, my brother. Thank you guys, appreciate it. Hard times, my mom had to do it all. Working two jobs to provide while I pursued the ball. Hoop dreams, no problem doing my own thing. Stepped in the world to get a win for the home team. Lace the sneakers for the crowd in the bleachers. This will get away from the lesson life teaches. But 5'9", don't follow the league guideline. Part of a champ, but I gotta tuck my pride now. Off the college for the knowledge, try my hand at math. But one call from back home really changed my path. My firstborn, now I got a mouth to feed. Told the southeast I got a whole new route to lead. Young father, odd jobs, every day is real. Turn to the streets to try to eat or maybe pay a bill. Not proud of it, but I got it cooking good. But prison time on the mind wasn't looking good. I can't afford the price, so I tried the corporate life. Something wasn't sitting right. Every night I'm tossing light. They don't appreciate all my hard work. So I went ahead and jumped, let the Lord work. Beer culture 2020, yeah, we taking over. From the clippers to the hoodies that be draping over. Come away, y'all.